0: Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 142. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have off-road Andy. Yes, it's good to be back. Good to have you back. In the studio. Yeah. Tony Katz.
2: Yes, hello, everybody.
1: And back from his hiatus, you know him only as
3: wrecking ball joe i'm seeing so much red on his microphone we had, now we'd send him to uh poland for a six-month story on the local soccer teams uh you have anything and <laughs> he actually went to finland on accident
0: and a golfing excursion i just had a golf over there in poland because they're known for golf are they are they like poland aren't they polish so aren't they like really good at like icing and
3: well, they always get their friends with the Smirnoffs. Yeah. Are they like committing the penalty of icing, or you mean like they like is that the frosting that ol- on a cake? No, is that that Olympic game?
0: Curling?
2: Curling. Curling. Icing. Curling, icing. Yeah, same I thing. I think you meant the Smirnoffs.
1: <laughs> oh, Joey. But yeah, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and uh, share with a friend. This is the uh, season of giving. Give them the uh, gift of the pod. They'll love it. Are we really into the season of giving?
3: Yes. It's Thanksgiving, I guess. I guess that's part of it too. I'm thinking Come on, Christmas Andy. is the season. Of I giving. thought it was to be
0: thankful, so I'm not really yeah. like giving. I'm more you like give
3: thankful. thanks. Uh, but that's not giving. That's just like a way. of a Well, does that mean you
0: have to give a gift? I mean, is that you some know, way that this we is like a gift share? of just? I feel sharing. like sometimes talking or maybe like words could help somebody's, you know. And that's what we do.
1: So yeah. if you like us, share with a friend, and we can help them too. And we'll be very thankful. And we'll be thankful.
0: Always thankful. See. Sweet potatoes. It's
1: like a carousel. You put the quarter in, it goes up and down and around. Circular motions. Yeah. All right. Enough of... I was going to say Ferris Bueller. It's a happy Gilmore talk. Andy, you, your passion project just doesn't go away of dead spin.
3: Well, I think this might be the last week to report on this. Um, okay, we'll see. Yeah, last week... Fingers crossed. Talked a bit about uh, the sports website and how it was uh, seem, seemingly uh, on, on the way down that... Uh, you know, they fired their their editor, and some of the writers were going to quit. Uh, well, uh, all the writers did quit about a day after Oof. this podcast came out. And um, it was quite uh, hilarious. They, uh, As a lot of websites do, they, they had some uh, contractors come in, submit stories, and post them. Uh, the first guy to do that just got absolutely annihilated on Twitter. People saying, don't work for this company. Don't even work as a you know a freelance contractor. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to submit any stories. And uh, over the the weekend, they kept posting stories that just said, like, posted by staff, and they were really, like, lame and had nothing. It was just like, you know, Canelo beats Kovalev, and it's like, and they give you just the information. And it's like, nobody needs this shit. Like I said, that's what ESPN does. Nobody needs that from a sports blog. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just like, they're just trying to keep it alive. Hmm. Um, well, the speculation was it was like kind of like the head guy. So the company that owned Deadsp- Deadspin owns a bunch of different websites, probably most notable The Onion Mm. Um so the guy who was like in charge of the boss of all the editors of all those websites the speculation was he was the one posting those stories and uh well he quit today so it seems like this whole thing fucking backfired hilariously so there's I could do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> there's no one there to post any stories anymore. It's like technically not dead but it's just there. Ironic like, name they had then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh it's Kind of funny, but sad at the same time. But it's like, yeah, this is what you get. I'm like surprised they just don't have bots do it. Yeah, I think that's our future. I think there are not websites like don't that. Don't they already have a lot of those? Yeah. I mean, that's what, who wants to read that? It is just... Yeah,
1: but I've read that you can't tell the difference on half of them. Well, if,
3: if the story's getting at like a personal angle, you're going to tell the yeah. difference. If it's just straight news, yeah, you, but no one... No one's going to go there for just straight news. That's what they're going go to go to—something you trust. More. I've never gone to Deadspin. Period. Yeah, CNN.com or ESPN—that kind of stuff. Like, we're just, just straight facts. And it's like that's all you want—cold hard facts. Yeah. So yeah, there's no reason to go back. It, it's gone. Hmm. Even if there's something being posted, it's gone. So.
0: Would you talk about meat spin?
3: Uh, no. <laughs> wow. that's not relevant to this discussion at all. We're uh, just talking about sports now. Okay. Like sports, like basketball.
0: Sports Illustrated.
3: Sports Illustrated had a big uh, controversy. But they had to I fire know, like half I saw their staff. An so.
0: amazing picture of Alex Morgan uh, in a bikini, and this—I just want to
3: take a moment to just God bless her, give thanks.
2: Always. Give thanks. <laughs> this is the season for thanks.
3: Well, we thank you, Joe. Always. Because we hadn't talked about her in quite some time on this on the show. So, well, hey, she, we want the readers to remember she exists. That's true. Yeah. Well. You want know, to talk about sports that are happening right now, players that are playing games as we speak? Of course. And that is the NBA. L NBA. The NBA had a uh, another week of games. So after uh, an exciting first week where we got to see the much anticipated Lakers versus Clippers matchup, uh, those teams continue to play basketball even against other teams. Yes. And uh, quite successfully. Yes, both of them. Uh, especially the Lakers who haven't lost since.
2: Yeah, 81-1 is not going to be bad. Yeah, I think we
3: said that at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not quite there yet. I don't know about 81, maybe 76 we'll have to settle mm-hmm. for. Um, you
2: know, they're looking good right now, but no, I agree. I mean, I think they'll, I mean, they'll be fine, but I don't know. I'm optimistic now that they can at least be a top two seed. I think before I was still kind of thinking maybe like 4-5, or but right now I'm looking at the West, and other than the Clippers and maybe Denver, I'm not too – like Houston hasn't looked that great so far. Mm -mm. The Warriors, we said last week, weren't even going to make the playoffs, and I think we'll get into their situation in a little bit here. And then, uh, I mean, Utah's looks good. They played some – that game the other day against the Clippers
3: looked like a 1990s game. I, I actually didn't watch the end of it. I no. was so disgusted; it was so it, it was ugly. I was like, we I didn't want to watch this. We it's did watch the end of it, Joe and fun. I. <laughs> but I guess it was fun at the end. Kawhi went off, and I was like, I didn't. Yeah, have I any part I guess Kawhi of it.
2: had like seventeen or something in the fourth, something around there, and they ended up winning hundred and something to like ninety something. But I, when I was watching that game early on, it was like the second
3: quarter with four minutes left, and it was like thirty six to twenty. It was. Or it was something. a very ugly game. Yeah, the Clippers ended up really letting them back in they were up yeah by 12 late in the first half and Utah took the lead um but yeah it was just not the game I didn't want to watch any part of it and then I guess a good fourth quarter um but with the Lakers I think what we've seen is that it works the guys they have that works that their offense is going to be good with LeBron and Anthony Davis and with Vogel their defense is going to be good too like their their guys have bought in They're Dwight Howard is is accepting his role and it, he's playing great. It seems like okay, it he's works. He's playing good, but I mean, my concern, which or maybe what I'm rooting for, is that how healthy can they be? I mean, LeBron is their best. If he's not their best player, is their second best player? And then after Davis, is it Danny Green who's also? 33 or something now it's like it's yeah there's a lot of risk in having old I think, guys i think like with that. the lakers it's gonna
2: be one of those years where obviously you do have lebron does his thing and i mean i think he's going at a slower pace on purpose he knows it's a long season and whatnot and then anthony davis has been looking incredible but then i think it's gonna be one of those teams that every night it's gonna be a different guy like obviously we saw game one even though they lost danny green goes and scores 28 that's obviously not gonna happen every night and then every Night, I think it could be like a different key role play. Like maybe there's gonna be a night Quinn Cook hits five threes, or a night where Kuzma really goes off, or even Dwight Howard does something big. Caruso, Caruso, maybe if there's a game wherever Caruso goes off, it's probably because they're either down by a lot or up by a lot, but you never know. He's been getting in there. Rondo's still part of the mix. I think he's been injured. He's, wow, injured? I don't know if he's back
3: yet. I, I think he's healthy, but he and they know. got A.V. Bradley. I mean, they got a lot of guys. but They just, got
0: a lot of guys. I think they
3: got a lot of depth. Good?
0: It's gonna. I think it's going to be a cool, interesting season to see how rest does for LeBron James. But also, let's actually see, because they have a lot of depth now. They're not having to put a lot of wear and tear. A lot of the players are contributing. Dwight Howard doesn't have any load on his back. He looks looks revitalized, man. I mean, he was doing some pretty good defensive player of the year.
3: Coaching, he's, defense. He's still in his 30s. He missed all, pretty much all of last year and has had injury problems in the past. I think it's unrealistic to expect you know 82 games not too much but
0: you got to watch out for mcgee too i mean this guy's still a hustler man his career changed when he was in golden state and now he's like hustling for the ball with less you know demand i mean we'll see what happens
3: yeah and they they haven't been uh all that tested their schedule hasn't been like necessarily like weak but i think dallas was the next best team they played and that was a, a tough game for them
0: i think it's cool because dallas now has like a mismatch problem with those two players
3: yeah, I think I think my concern with them too was is Porzingis gonna stay healthy and yeah, I mean they've they've looked good so far this year.
0: Well, it's it's young in the season. Let's just you know get through it and see if it's not injury prone. Uh, but
3: yeah, you hate to always bring injuries up, but it just it's just a reality of part of the game. Yeah, that's like you just you see some guys that's like well they're injury prone versus players who aren't and it just oh yeah, it always seems to happen. Like Blake Griffin, I don't think he's even played a game yet for the Pistons. Ouch. It's like. Hmm. Drummond.
0: Yeah. Pretty good player.
3: But, but yeah, that's the other part of it. Injuries just allow opportunity for other guys. I think um you saw last night. Golden, As they Golden State. So we'll talk about Golden State, that they have been kind of a disaster, and then Curry broke his hand. He's out for three months. That's most of the season here. Um Draymond has had some injury problems. Uh Russell was out. And last night they ended up beating um. Who's they beat trailblazers yeah they beat a, a decent team um behind like eric pascal going off and it's like yeah they, they, it just gives out. opportunity to some of these guys um i don't expect that guy to be a 30 point scorer but maybe they actually found something with the second round pick there yeah, i actually watched that pretty much that entire second half last
2: night and uh it just it looked like the the blazers just did not expect the warriors to have that kind of energy i mean really they were playing a college team i mean
3: that line about there, it was like Jordan Poole. It was Damian well, Lee. It was, I like that it was Pascal and uh, Amari Spellman. It's like, no, well, those guys are well, ago. The line champions was like four, four, 14 or 12? It was
2: 12.
0: 12, yeah. See, that's, but, that's I mean, crazy.
2: Yeah, Golden State went out there and they uh, they were hustling, man. They were like Kai Bowman from Boston College was playing well. I mean, they were hustling after rebounds. They were diving on the floor. They were hitting their shots. I mean, they just wanted it more than uh, Portland. And it was just one of those things where. It's a young team, a lot of young guys that are wanting to prove themselves that, hey, that we at least deserve a spot to get our minutes even when the day comes when, you know, you have Curry, Russell, and Thompson all out there at the same time. Won't happen this year, but, you know, in the future at least, you want to be able to show that, hey, I deserve to be in that starting lineup also or at least the sixth, seventh man off the bench. So a lot of these guys, they're still playing hard. I mean, it's early in the season for them. You know, you're, good luck telling one of those kids that their season's already over. You know, they're going to definitely play hard the whole time.
3: Yeah, I mean, and they haven't experienced that level of success to have that kind of disappointment, which like a Draymond would have. Where I think that's still – it's scary. I mean, I, I mentioned it last week where I said Draymond is better on a good team. And I actually read an article about that, just how like his his great passing isn't going to work as well when you're passing to Jordan Poole instead of Steph Curry. Yeah. Um, and then the defense, like that defensive versatility doesn't work if it's a bunch of inexperienced players. Um, the, the problem with that is we know how Draymond is and if they're going to be getting blown out all the time, he's not going to see the court a lot cause he's going to be kicked out a lot of games. Oh yeah. Like I said, he's never, he's never played for a, uh, a team with a losing record that when he came to golden state, that's when they got good in college. Obviously he played for one of the greatest college basketball programs, um, of our time. They're the current number one Michigan state playing uh, pretty soon. We'll talk about that. Um, so he's just always had success and you see when he has a little bit of failure he kind of freaks out. If he's on this really bad team that could be ugly. But
0: that's the ugly fire he the wants to do. That's the fire he wants to throw. So he's very emotional and they yeah. just paid him and I'm sure he's going to be hungry and these these guys really don't like to be they don't like to lose, but also now they're being the mockery of the NBA when they were like on the throne. So this will truly be a true test for Kerr and see like where it actually goes with his coaching cuz if anything this creates momentum for the young bloods, and then somehow they have depth, and then once they get all their stars back, they could make the playoffs. Anything's possible with those guys. They yeah. won't make the
2: they won't make the playoffs this year, but they'll. I think in the future they could be good again because I think people are going to expect them at this rate to be bad for a little bit. Like, but I mean, eh, once they get Thompson back, stuff so they'll still be fine. But this year, it won't happen. The reason why is because they're not going to have games like they had last night. All the time, it's going to be just more realistic in their games, and they're going to just lose more than they win without Curry. And, uh, I mean, Russell can only do so much. I mean, they'll win. They'll be all right, but it won't be anything that will save their season because by the time Curry comes back in three months, you know, I don't think he's going to be able to save it. And then Thompson at that point, he's already been ruled out for the season, but by that point too, they'll really be like, there's no point to bring you back if this isn't a – Strong like championship contending team. what if
0: there's a potential trade?
3: I mean that is there's a scenario where then, yeah. Russell gets traded and so maybe so. that's
2: I mean that could be a good thing for the the warriors that maybe some of these guys do play good enough that it does catch the eye of some teams that maybe are wanting to give away one of their veterans that they have that could help the team so yeah, you never know it'll just be it, they have to just stay afloat until Curry gets back and I mean I just don't I don't think they'll do that but hey,
3: you never know. Well, I know one of the comparisons is the Spurs of '96, where you know they were a playoff team, and then Robinson went down for the season. They were the worst team in the NBA. They got the number one pick, and they got Tim Duncan. And you know, yeah, twenty years later, is, and,
2: so they could I don't get know the top off the guy. I don't know off the top of my head who the top college kids already are. <laughs> we'll we'll know within like a couple weeks. I think. Yeah, because I mean, I know last year we all knew about. We already knew about Zion and stuff. Which but this, that
3: class was unprecedented. But Yeah,
2: this year I don't actually know off the top of my head who. It's
3: the all big part of their
2: are. plan.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, any other
0: basketball stuff? Young team, up coming. Yeah, they we got, got a few some things uh, right. Got some pretty cool stuff going on as the Suns. Man, yep. Suns are looking uh, pretty hot. They got a lot of number one picks. They got you know established team. They play fast. Devin Booker.
3: Yeah, they had a, a young star, but he was kinda aimless. He didn't have a lot of veteran presence there. And they got Rubio now and they got uh Monty Williams, a coach who's had a lot of experience. Um and it just kinda helped them and good tough play out of Aaron Baines. I always like that guy, not like I don't want to play against him because he is he might be like the toughest guy, just a big Australian guy. It's scary. Uh, that's really helped their team. And they're yeah, they're five and two and I think that means that they're Somewhat for real. I'm not going to say they're going to contend for a top four seed, but they're definitely going to be in the playoff hunt. That it, they had enough young talent to start. Yeah, I'm like, oh, put it together,
2: and and we were saying that at the beginning too. That some of those young teams in the West at the beginning of the year, like the Suns or the um, the Kings and stuff, could be one of those teams that surprises people and does sneak a
3: seven or eight seed. Yeah, but, the, uh, the other side of that is the Kings who have been yeah, a disaster. And they and were and
2: supposed to be good, and they've Luke been off Walton. to a slow start. And yeah, they maybe made Luke. some
0: moves, but they just paid Buddy Hill. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> I understood what he said. He does the Buddy Hill. I always should, like
0: try to just say his name with the lisp because he's Buddy got a lisp. <laughs> but he got paid, and I really thought the Lakers should have. I got, thought he wanted. Um,
2: he wanted more money, didn't he?
3: Yeah, but I think it was like ten million dollars difference. Over yeah. four years, it's. But
2: I think he was. Yeah, was, I think he. I remember reading something, seeing one of his quotes that said he's something like, like, "He's been their best scorer." He's already he was like saying.
3: 27, 28 or something. That he was twenty three when he was at Oklahoma. It was something crazy like that, and they didn't really know. Do, yeah, that I dude. Do we should have
0: got the Lakers. Should have got De'Aaron Fox.
3: I mean, there's a lot of should have the Lakers. Can he be with playing for New Orleans?
2: <laughs> he could ball, man. He could ball.
3: They wouldn't be able to keep him. And yeah, they would yeah, yeah, they would have had to get rid of everyone still.
2: Who knows? Maybe if they had any of those better picks and they panned out, maybe they wouldn't even have LeBron. Maybe he just would have never yeah. come here. Yeah. What, what ifs. If. Yeah, there's always what ifs. Change the future. And that is life.
0: The little joke Davis had about going potentially back to Chicago, his hometown. And then Stephen A this morning like had to blow up on it and he's like, Who the hell? Like, why was that even a thing? Like he's just trying to please everybody's ears. That's not realistic. He's not gonna come back there when he has the opportunity to play with LeBron James for exit like two or three more years. He gets re signed. I mean he got the best player in the world. We'll have to see what
3: happens. AD. Wait, but Kawhi's not going to there, so they don't have the best player in the world. I said AD. Oh, AD. Oh. oh God. Oh. Shame on you. Oh, yeah, I mean that's that's a talk for another day. I think let just let him play right now. Ryan Bird. And does Hallmark a, cards. <laughs> the Lakers aren't going to be good enough. Let's not worry about where he's going to sign. He's probably going to resign, but let's just don't even think about it. I'm banning it from this podcast. You know,
1: it looks like they're having way too much fun for him to even consider going anywhere else. I, mean, I saw like their pre games; they're playing football on the court. God. It's a goddamn
3: schoolyard right wine and practice. Yeah,
2: <laughs> was that a thing? Was that really
1: it's I
3: don't the standard
1: taco bar. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, just, it's all gonna it's all gonna fall apart when Space Jam Two just bombs. And no one wants to see. <laughs> when it. When does that come out? I don't. Know, probably in the summer. that hmm. has yeah, gotta be a summer movie after God. the season. What if like the Lakers lose? Game seven of the NBA Finals, like just totally choke, and then like Space Jam Two comes out the next day or something. How will that do? That's some good speculation. Yeah. yeah, I think Space Jam Two will do good in the box office just because everybody
2: will want to see it, but I'm sure it'll be shit.
0: I think it's just funny how so many people might not even watch it again just because of the R. Kelly incident. Such an iconic song.
2: I don't. I, I doubt iconic, that song yeah. will be
1: in it.
0: <laughs> I believe I can fly.
1: It's redone, expected but... July 16th of
3: 2021.
2: Oh, what is it, a boy or a girl? shit. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to say, they haven't even really.
3: But I thought he filmed s- it last year. I mean, I guess it takes a while to yeah, get but all the Yeah, they're doing all that uh,
1: de-aging on this movie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know.
3: You got de-age Bugs Bunny?
1: Oh, it's got uh, Martin Kliba. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't know who that is. So He's the funny. little
0: guy. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Like that. So uh, have we covered the West? Because it's kind of like scrappy over there on the East Coast. I guess now.
3: I mean, well, we don't know. The Sixers are good. The Bucks are good, and that's kind of what. Yeah, we were talking, talking about. about it last. I was talking about it last night with a couple of people. It's
2: no, fuck it. It's just uh, it's the Bucks. It's the Sixers, and then it's maybe the Celtics, and then after that, it's everyone else can just fight to go fuck themselves. Pretty right. much. Yeah, the Hawks- that is a three team at most race. Most likely a top
3: two race. The Hawks have opinion. had a uh, interesting start to the season with Trae Young injury and now John Collins is out yeah. 25 games suspension. So that'll probably that'll hurt them. Yeah. And
2: then you have the Charlotte Hornets, whoops, as a nice young team playing good. A lot of those young college kids are playing well together. Uh, Terry, Terry rogier has gone over and done well. Will they hang on? I doubt it, but and then the Miami Heat have been probably the story so far of the East, 5 and yeah. 1. Yeah, I didn't believe in them, but I didn't either. I still don't. They, they, they found their it. hero. Oh, boy. Now, word.
0: Jimmy Butler's still a baller, too, guys, so we can't yeah, count he, them he out. He came
2: out and like wanted Dragage? to talk about the disrespect. Myers Leonard
3: has actually been pretty good for him.
2: Yeah. Jimmy Butler said, y'all, I think he said something literally like, y'all motherfuckers thought I didn't know how it wasn't good at basketball or something like he that. He did say that. So he's uh, I mean,
0: he's isn't – I guess people t- – I guess he somewhat could be overrated because sometimes he hasn't been showing up, but this way he could be you know more responsible for some more touches, defensive player,
2: he's got a little bit of assistance, let it unwind.
3: Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, he's gonna start calling people out like three months from now or something. Yeah,
2: that's the problem. Is a lot of these guys in the NBA, Irving, Jimmy Butler, it's like Draymond Green. It's like they're fine for a little bit and then something Kevin Durant, like something happens where then they just snap and all of a sudden they say something like, "I don't want to be here anymore" or "My team sucks." And then so he's flying high right now because they're five and one. But once that go on that stretch where they lose like six out of eight games or something, we'll see how he's feeling. He's gonna make
3: up having another kid. I need to miss some games. Got another baby coming. Interesting. Yeah. That's what happened in the early part of the season. I believe that. Yeah. That's just interesting. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, we got Joel and B not a bitch.
3: I, I, I'm not on his side at all.
0: Who would have blown the whistle on both of them or what? You injected.
3: I am. I, Embiid is a, he's a problem. He's I think a problem. Yeah, need down to, low. He's a giant kid. I think people need to talk to him. Like, look, man, he's a giant kid. It, it's,
2: it's, it's one of those things where I feel like it's it was how like Yassiel Puig was. It was they come from this country where they come from a country where there's no freedom, no nothing, and then you bring them here where they have all this freedom, and then on top of that, you give them fame, and then you give them a fuck ton of money. It's like yeah. they don't even know what
3: to do. Uh, and so uh, that'd uh, be Mutombo
0: enemy. status. They just get all Mutombo on you. It's just
3: well, funny too because. Tomo's like an ambassador to the world. You always like a nice read, guy and everything. It's like. funny too,
2: because you always read these quotes with Joel and like stuff he says, or like and it is always like problematic, like he's just trying to pick at people. But then it's funny when you hear him talk, because then it's like, I don't, don't make fun of you. You suck basketball. So I, don't
3: I mean know. It, <laughs> none of it none of it works when you're like calling out like towns who's have who had been having a great season. Like you have no credibility if you're going to say, like, town sucks because like, he doesn't. He doesn't. Sorry. I mean, he yeah, just I wants really, to call him out for, like, I honestly don't like that Sixers
2: team. I've been Ben Simmons. I still, I, I don't know why. I'll just, I mean, he's really can, good at choking people. He can <laughs> do everything. <laughs> it's he, like Latrell Sprewell. Yeah, he can do everything he wants, but I'll just never think he's good. I don't know why.
1: I'm kind of on the same boat. I'm, I mean, he's okay. I don't know. I don't think I he's I just that think great. with me,
2: it's like if you don't have any sort of jump shot, if you're not, assume, I mean, I know he's a big guy, but he's not like a big guy. If that makes sense? Like, he's not. Like he's a point guard. You're
1: a big guy. For like you. He should be able to have a Are we talking shot. below the
2: waist or what? <laughs> Whoa. He, he should be able to have a jump shot, and he doesn't. So I think that just automatically makes me think he's not Maybe good. Maybe the I mean, year 2023 he'll have it down. There's guys that. that are much bigger than him that have a way better jump there's
0: shot. Imp- there's improvement, but he's also just yeah. a mismatch. It's still an ugly looking shot. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still got to get there. But, you know, look, they were a shot away from, you know, being in the finals.
3: So um,
0: time will tell. Time will tell.
2: Yes, it
3: will. You want to move on to uh, some amateur sports? Yeah, how about we uh, look at some uh, college football? Yeah, so uh, same top five. They're all undefeated, but we can't say that next week because Alabama-LSU, big game. Roll Tide! It's uh, it's already like the first game of the playoffs, what it seems like, but I think there's a chance that whoever loses this matchup can still make the playoffs, and it's going to be annoying.
2: I'm going to go even a step further. So, actually... Who, so it's, it's Alabama very
3: likely Alabama's number two right Yes. Yeah. where's LSU three LSU's, no, one. LSU's one. Oh, they moved LSU all the way up to one so they put Ohio State at three yeah so then Penn Penn State's five so Ohio State and Penn State have to play each other at oh, two Ohio State won that game by 20 so it means that there's gonna have to be there's only gonna be three undefeateds of that group I mean Minnesota could technically so the game is in Alabama out. right uh, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs>
0: Minnesota is undefeated as well, yeah. so that's kind that's, of interesting that's that's to like see a, how and, it
3: goes down. And so is Baylor. Could, where's where's yeah. Minnesota ranked? Like
2: 12th. Oh wow, well, good for them. I
3: haven't even. Yeah. I don't think I've watched a Minnesota game. I always like how that coach dresses. I mean, they're they're, they're good, but I mean they. I think they still have to play Iowa and Penn State.
0: For uh, the larger talent, so. it's it is pretty. Uh, yeah, you never know.
3: Well, uh, well, what I was what I was originally going to say is okay. LSU's
2: one. They're at Alabama. I'm pretty sure if they go and they lose to Alabama by three on like a game-winning field goal. I don't even think LSU gets knocked out of the top four. I think yeah, they would yeah. just go back. To, I would think they would go to four and then Ohio state would move to like two and Clemson to three and Bama to one. And they would keep Penn state at five and less. Obviously Penn state can go and beat Ohio state, which I, I don't know where that game is, but their are only chances if that game is in Penn state. So yeah, I don't know. That's what I was getting at. I think if, uh, LSU keeps that game really close, especially being at one. I don't think it'll even drop them out of the top four, but if Alabama loses. It'll definitely drop them out of the top four, I think. And because of the fact of how their schedule has been, it'll kind of be like, oh, they lost at home to LSU. Maybe they don't belong here right now. But yeah. then, like you said, they could easily snag their way back up there because Penn State's definitely going to lose at some point. And then I don't even know who's six or seven or eight
3: uh then like you get into like auburn and like stuff. georgia like i think Georgia's uh, or, i think oregon's or up seven. to seven oregon's up to seven oregon might be up to six then oregon just, can win out um and it'd be pretty impressive but i don't think they're gonna get it it was pretty there. impressive they were only three point favorites at usc and they started off
2: down 10-0 and then they just went on a rampage yeah that was a fun game that uh usc gave up that kick return right at the end of the half the, was, i think like, at the last
3: done. like yeah.
2: two and a half minutes of the half there was like three touchdowns yeah there was the touchdown then it was uh, the pick six and then like a uh, USC scored and then it was like the kickoff return or something. It's pretty, pretty funny.
3: If you're a Oregon fan. Yeah.
2: Not funny. If you're a USC fan, huh, Joe? Uh,
3: You shut your butt. Uh, Yeah. I think if you want to talk about USC, that that QB is going to be good, but he's just so turnover prone right now that it's just not ready. So I don't know, Joe, if you think is he going to be the guy of the future, Daniel's coming back. What's going on with that?
0: Uh, I think he has a lot of upside I just think that they haven't put him into the best scenarios uh the mismatch of the defense of Oregon was supposed to you know be really good secondary like they played very well in conference play they had a couple of players that are really aggressive with the ball and that's kind of uh, you know aggressive for a freshman true freshman quarterback so I don't think they had a really good game plan and then it kind of does take a lot of momentum out of your play when you you know score for the second half before the end of the first half, and then you all of a sudden have a freaking running back touchdown. It's like, you know, it kills the momentum. Uh, and we just need a new coach. Yeah, Helen's right? not coaching. Hey, look, who's coaching the number one team in the nation?
3: Uh, hmm, was, it was, was it their it, former USC coach? Yes, it was. Know, Correct,
0: yeah. Andy. Five points yeah. for you. Yeah, you. Gryffindor, right? Gryffindor?
3: <laughs> I'll is take it? it. Is it Gryffindor? <laughs> I don't actually think so. If I ever took like one of those quizzes, I don't think I'd make it into there. What do you think you would be? Slytherin? I don't know enough about their schools. What are the other ones? Hugglepuff and Ravenclaw? What do they do? Ravenclaw sounds cool. Ravenclaw, I think, was kind of like... Combines two things I love, the Baltimore Ravens and Whiteclaw. Yeah, it sounds like a new... uh, Yeah, Ravenclaw. If Harry Potter came out today, Ravenclaw would be the popular one. (laughs) (laughs)
2: They should actually make a new one where it's like they're like adults now. Yeah, and And that's the the cool Yeah, Ravenclaw. Yeah.
0: I was reading somebody's like profile, and one of the things she said was, "Hey, hope you are not, you know, overwhelmed by me being such a big Harry Potter fan." And I was just laughing. I was like, "She probably just loves when you talk like in like Harry Potter Hogwarts wo- lingo."
2: Do they have their own language? Oh yeah. I already know what Joe's thinking here. <laughs> He's <laughs> thinking about some
3: dirty things like, yeah, Aloha Mora. I don't know enough Harry Potter. I don't know any Harry Potter. Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like that Hagrid? <laughs> Dirty hacker girl. <laughs> All right, well, I'll get back, back on the <laughs> subject here. Um, you continue with college sports. So move on to college basketball. Yeah. So that, that starts tonight as of recording.
2: Yeah. Last I saw, uh, number preseason number th- three ranked Duke was up by like three points or one point at halftime over number four Kansas. And then Kentucky and Michigan play at, um, 630. But do you remember? Do you guys remember what happened last year on this, on these games? It was number one Kentucky versus number two Duke. And that was the Zion debut where they dropped like 60 something points in the first half and annihilated Kentucky and gave like Cal Perry his like worst loss ever. So it is funny that like these early rankings can sometimes definitely be a little off. I mean, we don't know. I mean, you can't, you know, everyone knew Zion would be good, but they definitely didn't know he was going to start off like that.
0: Well, that's right. I would think it's collegiate basketball. is just so cool because they all want to play. They're all aggressive. They all can ball. It's a team sport. And then you get some of the young bloods that have the Cinderella story this, as the non-popular teams, and anything can happen.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. A
0: bunch of young talent, though, on those Kentucky teams because there's a lot of turnover.
3: I mean, they always do. They always have guys coming, guys going. Um, I'm looking at like a mock draft for 2020. Um, there isn't that – same level of Duke talent this year. It looks like not, at least not NBA talent. So uh, that'll be interesting to see if they put together a good team without they don't have the top line guys that they had last year. I
0: think they just um, got another, or Duke got another number one overall con- commit.
3: Yeah, I think for next year. Yeah. Yeah. For next year. So, I mean, that's kind of how a lot of the other big name schools have, have gotten by, where Kentucky's definitely had good freshmen, but they also mix in a lot of good un- so you're upperclassmen.
0: So you're already trying to count out Memphis?
3: Well, Memphis is is like the Duke now, where they have two top ten guys. You think
0: they're like that trending just because of the coaching, or
3: what? Like, I mean, they have the two top top recruits, and then yeah, they got Penny. That's a, a big deal. But um, what i was saying is that a lot of the a lot of the best teams in college basketball have a mix of like top level recruits with guys who stay and get experience. That's Michigan State's model. Um, so Kentucky's been like that for a little bit, where they get they get good players, but they also get guys who stay. Um, Virginia has been like that. And Duke has been just getting the best guys, and they haven't, they didn't win last year. And maybe this year they'll do better. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, college sports is just going to fall apart within the next 10 years, anyways, right? So let's enjoy it while we have it. Let's. Oh, yeah. With these guys getting paid soon. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We'll
2: see how that works out.
3: So move on to. The World Series, which well, wrapped yeah. last week, so it's it's old news at this point. The Nationals did win. They had another uh, great Howie Kendrick comeback. Yeah, um, the, the, I had nightmares about it again that he he did it again. He did it to my team, the Dodgers. And uh, I mean, give credit to Rendon and Soto, and it was it was very similar where they were losing the whole game and then they got their way back in. Howie Kendrick had the big hit. Yeah, and, they had.
2: A, it was crazy. That really was the story of their playoffs, kind of. You know, it was a very. You know they started off with what they probably should have lost to Milwaukee, and then they Hater comes in, doesn't do well, and then you get that big hit to tie the game, and then the error made it be a, uh, take the lead instead of tie the game, and then they go, get that momentum, they go and play St. Louis and sweep them. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They play the Dodgers first. They got down two one to the Dodgers, looking like that series was going to be wrapped up. They tie the series, then they go to L. A. again, basically the, almost the exact same thing as the. Game seven of the world's of the Astros. They were down 2 0 early, or was it 3 0? 2, or two, two zero, 0 to the
3: Dodgers and 2 0 to the Astros. Yeah. Same and then way. they
2: poked their way back, a couple eight hits over it. was around the seventh inning, also. And then Howie Kendrick opened it up, as we all know, in like the 10th. And then they go and they carry that momentum and they just took care of St. Louis. St. Louis really, it was surprising they even kind of got that far. I think from the start of the year, like when you thought of what the Cubs would do and what the Brewers would do. And you know, took them out in a sweep, and then Houston, they up, they win the first two, lose the next three, and then they won the last two. The home teams went zero and seven in the series, which is just insane to think that a home team didn't win one game.
3: Yeah, was it like twelve hundred to one or twelve thousand to one? They said oh, if you I'm if you had just bet money line road team every every time, what you would have got a return on something crazy. But yeah, I don't even have any idea what that, that, that alone is
0: really cool but maybe the astros players were just blinded by those boobies dude
2: okay well well i don't know they were <laughs> dazed
3: also the astros won that game <laughs> so maybe uh, they needed more of those yeah but what is interesting and i, I do want to congratulate the nationals i do think the dodgers and astros were the two best teams and it just baseball playoffs work that way what team gets hot or they're, they're built the right way or they're certain players play better during that stretch and they end up being the, the champions. So uh, but there's a good chance that Nationals team gets decimated because Anthony Rendon and Steven Strasburg are both free agents. And it's unlikely they'll keep both and there's a chance, you know, they lose both that both that both guys just take better contracts or want to get out of town, I, I don't know. Cooler, cooler news could be cold to the Dodgers. So then that's the other part is that the the Astros, you know, ace there. Garrett Cole is also free agent. So three of the top players in the World Series are potential potentially gone, which is I mean, exciting for new teams, like you weaken these teams, the two uh, representatives in the World Series. But yeah, Garrett Cole has ties here. Um, the Dodgers have always have a, a fit for for starting pitching. There's, I mean, Rio might be it might be gone. He's a free agent, and they have they have the money. The Angels also they said they have the money that they're they're they need to actually do something. Pitching's been such a disaster as of late, and with Trout and uh, Otani that they need to do something. But the other thing is everyone's talking about Cole. Strasburg has Southern California ties, too. He's from here. Yeah. He so. went to San Diego. Yeah. San Diego State. Where did he grow up?
2: I think there, but I'm okay. actually not not sure. So here's the thing, too, with those Angels. I mean, they just got to, you know, be our local team. They do still have Mike Trout, and they, uh, you know, a lot of those key guys – Uh, like random guys like uh, Lastella was having a great year before he got hurt I mean and then there was a few other guys that had moments where they didn't look too bad like Fletcher and Goodwin and stuff but I mean I don't even know what their all those guys status are with the team still for this next season but uh, people I think forget that with that team though if they were to snag like Garrett Cole or Strasburg that Otani should be pitching again this season right Andy? I, I think it's the plan so I mean people forgot Otani was a good pitcher So if he's pitching again this year, you get Otani, and then you're able to get a Garrett Cole or Strasburg, and then maybe you're able to just grab some random guys. I mean, you make that rotation pretty good, and then the bullpen was good a couple years ago, but then it was just bad this year. So, I mean, that bullpen definitely has its moments, and maybe you're able to get a guy or two in there, and then I'm not sure they're going to go. I mean, it'd be nice, obviously, if they went and added another bat, but if they get one of those big pitchers, it's probably going to be tough to get a really good bat. So we'll see. I mean, they just got Joe Madden, so they got a brand new team now, and it'll be interesting to see if they can do anything.
0: So recap on the season, like would you say? Because I don't really follow MLB as much as you guys do, but you know, on the hindsight of things, you'd say, "What the, geez, that this year would be of the pitcher or of hitting?" Because I don't think a lot of people went off for homers this year compared to last year. Uh,
3: it was the most home runs hit ever <laughs> this year. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. Hard. Cool. But it also wasn't. It was a lot. Of, it was a lot of sp- spread out. Okay. So Pete Alonso got to fifty. Was there anyone else who got to fifty? I don't remember. Um, but yeah, it wasn't
0: just cooled down.
3: It was just like a bunch of guys hitting thirty.
0: Huh.
3: It was like everyone could ho- hit a home run. I think. I think the games changed. Like the Juan Pierre type players is just gone. Right. Remember that guy? Well, wait.
0: Trout hit almost made the personal Angels record yeah. for most home runs. Yeah,
3: Trout probably would have got there if he didn't uh, sit at hey, the he, last he, few he weeks. Definitely would have got there. I That's think. a bust. Um, so, yeah, it, a lot a lot of home runs are hit, but it wasn't like Barry Bonds, Sosa stuff right. anymore. It's just everyone can hit home And, and runs. that's the
2: thing, yeah. It's like people just – like the average fan, like you just said, doesn't – I think when they don't see like, oh, that it's that battle of like, oh, he's got – he hit 60 or like these guys all hit in the 50s or it was like, oh, close someone's getting close to 70 again. It, it hasn't been like that. It's just like Andy said, it's just more guys – are hitting twenty and thirty, and like the Minnesota Twins had that what
3: like five or six guys that had over twenty or something. Yeah, the Twins had a crazy season with that. Yeah, I think it was like nine guys with twenty or something.
2: Yeah, so I mean it's just more of like that kind of stuff. So yeah, there are a lot of home runs. It's just it's kind of not like, that
3: one guy hitting 65, 70 anymore. It's kind of like the NBA with uh, three pointers, where it's like everyone has to be able to hit a three pointer. Everyone has to be able to hit a home run in baseball now. Like that. The time for, like, those little tiny guys is over.
0: I don't see why not. Well, another good player was Yellich. Unfortunately, he went out. Do we think the Bucks would have made a playoff run if they were still in it?
3: What? <laughs> the Tampa Bay
0: Bucks?
2: I
3: mean, it? the, the <laughs> Brewers. Okay, okay. like, wait. <laughs> the Brewers. I was going to answer them and be like, no, I don't think Pittsburgh would. Yeah, I mean, that's another break that the Nationals might have gotten. We don't know. That, that guy... Probably would have won MVP if he didn't get hurt again, and he still might. That they yep. haven't announced; they haven't had awards yet, so yeah, uh, it's not. They've, set got, in stone. they've been
2: slowly giving out Gold Gloves, and I think they've done finalists. I think I saw something that the finalists for the NL Cy Young was like Scherzer, Ryu, and. Maybe Strasburg or something, or
3: probably Degrom up there. Maybe I think two. it was
2: Degrom. Maybe it was Degrom, Scherzer and Ryu, or it was Degrom. Ryu. Mike Trout up for another MVP? Yeah, he'll definitely be in the conversation. It'll be interesting to see who the MVPs go to because honestly, this is that one year where I think on both sides there's not one runaway. Yeah, Bride, at times it looked like there was going to be, but because him. I think in the NL you obviously could say Yelich still, you could say Alonso still. Who else could you say?
3: Bellinger's still going to win it.
2: I think people. So Bellinger, they could vote say? before the playoffs. So that's that's. Well, I know. I mean, none of those guys were played in the playoffs other than Bellinger. So I mean, I know that's, they vote before. Yeah, I mean Rendon. I mean also Rendon candidate. honestly should be in the conversation too. But like you said, I think it's good they do vote before the playoffs because if not, then it's like those guys would obviously get biased and be like, Howie Kendrick
3: MVP. Yeah, but in American League,
2: same thing. I'm not. you I mean, there's talks of Bregman. There's talks of Trout. I mean. The red. I mean, a couple of those guys on the Red Sox still, like Devers and Bogart, still had really good years. So, I don't know. We'll see. We
3: but yes, it see. was a good season.
2: Cool. It was, yeah. Despite, nice wrap
3: up. Yeah, despite a uh, a result that I didn't want to see, eh, I'm fine with it. I'm. I've moved on. Come to peace with it. Um, let's go. Let's go to the NFL. All right. Where I have a a breaking story. I broke this news earlier today. Meow. I did. <laughs> I was, follow us on Twitter. You I was exactly an investigative reporter today. Oh, I like that. Um, I woke up this morning to a, a story from a Rams beat reporter from The Athletic saying that uh, the Chargers and the NFL are considering moving them to London. This is on the top of Yahoo, too. Yeah. And right away, I was like, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. So I went and I, I tweeted about it saying that this has been a, it's basically been a campaign by the Rams to make the Chargers look bad. That here's what happened. When the Rams wanted to move to L.A., the NFL said, okay, we'll let you, but you have to give a really nice deal to either the Raiders or the Chargers to also play in your stadium because those two teams have poor owners comparatively to the rest of the NFL. Like They're both like family businesses and don't have any money to build stadiums. Um, so the Rams made the uh, probably the smart move and said, yeah, we'll take the Chargers because the Raiders have such a fan, good fan base already here in L.A., uh-huh. So they're like, and the Raiders had to go find their own, uh, you know, new stadium going to go into Vegas. Um, so basically, the Chargers are getting like a free deal; they're getting to like live in someone's mansion for free because that was part of the deal to get the mansion built in the first place. Um, so the Rams now, three years later, are just they don't like that, and they they've really tried to push the story of the Chargers' unpopularity in L.A., which is. Four years ago wasn't wasn't the thing. Like n- there weren't like Rams fans in L.A. Like waiting for the team to come back. Uh, now that they did, there are people who are fans, and I've, I have no problems with them. Like it's it's great that the team came back, and there's a team for people to root for, and I have no problems with it. But there's this continuous push by the Rams to kind of mock the Chargers and make stories about how they don't have fans and stuff. So I knew what this, this was right away, and uh, the Chargers owner came out and actually made a statement with a, a bunch of swear words. Yeah. Can you read that statement for (laughs) it? I don't have it. I I actually do have it. Okay.
2: So it was also one of my buddies is a big Chargers fan. And uh, another buddy of ours had sent that this morning. That was what I woke up to is him saying like, oh, about London. But I didn't look into it. And he's like, well, if they go to London, I'll still like him. But I I at least want one American team to also cheer for. So we were like, he was joking around about like who his second favorite team would be. And then this was sent earlier today. And it was uh, this owner, Dean Spano said, it's total fucking bullshit. Okay. We're not going to London, we're not going anywhere. We're playing in Los Angeles. This is our home. This is where I'm planning to be for a long fucking time. Period. <laughs> so he let it known today that he is not going. Good. I mean, they're a bat-
0: beat-up team. I mean, they, you know, handed it.
2: They, they're uh, they're making a little push though. They got a couple wins in a row. They their first game with their new offensive coordinator, finally got Melvin Gordon. Two rushing touchdowns, which Most i like to It also seems see.
0: promising that Derwin James, we still haven't seen him on the field yet. And he's a yeah, defense he's yeah, really good. Player. Melvin,
2: Melvin Ingram came back and yeah. made the defense look pretty good again. I mean, Aaron Rodgers threw like eleven yards and then went and fucked himself afterwards.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. I have some more, more thoughts on on the thing, but uh the last thing about the uh the whole London thing is the NFL even came out and said no. Like, cause the NFL would have to approve it. And like yeah, the NFL does want a a team in London at some point, but there's just, there's so many problems right now with that. Also that they're like, we're not going to do that. Like
0: the consistent basis, but also having a set schedule out there. I mean, obviously you have to consider the travel and like the inconvenience that it may be, but like making the market go towards abroad, you know, isn't a bad idea. Just slowly progress into it like they're doing and we'll get, we'll get it handled here first and then we'll move forward.
3: I did enjoy. And I think Sean will enjoy that. The charger social media also posted, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, Jordan Belfort performance of I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what they, that's what they put on there. So, yeah
1: Leo. And uh, everyone, you should be following us on Twitter so you can see Andy's rebuttals to all of these things. And uh, we're at take underscore Tony's.
0: Yeah.
3: Tony's so take. I, I showed that reporter and he, I don't know if he cares. But
0: So did they reply? Like, did you just no. go at them at a Twitter, Twitter battle?
3: Uh, I mean, I don't think this guy's going to reply. No? Good. 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 I did call him out. I did say I guess he's unethical and uh, he should respond. I mean, I think he should have said something about, like, after both the NFL and the Chargers made a statement saying this is not true, and that he should have been like, well, this is what I heard. He, didn't, he just kind of, like, hid, it seemed like. But, I mean, I think there, there is some a problem with that, like, uh, how that works, where you got the beat reporters who they're in the locker rooms. They know all the people from the team. They want to cover the team favorably so that, they can continue to be in the locker room. It just it's how it works. It's it works out. You know, like how Brian Windhorst, you know, was in LeBron's closet for like three <laughs> years. And it worked out for him. Yeah. Uh, but let's just talk some, like, actual on-the-field football. Because that did happen this week. All right. So, first thing, last last Thursday, 49ers won again. It was a lot closer than they had hoped for, but uh they're still undefeated and uh spoiler the the only undefeated team left.
0: Dun dun dun
3: but yeah that team finally got a challenge and they still came through so that's that's a good sign for them. Um they lost a
0: defensive player though, fortunately. Yeah
3: they lost a, a linebacker but that, that team is really about that defensive line. Front line. They, they put a lot of picks into there and it, it, it works. Not
0: porn star Jimmy
3: I mean he's he's the he's the captain. He's the captain he's important. Oh. Was captain important. my captain but I mean that's the it's it's kinda like the Seahawks where Russell Wilson was good. The God the reason the reason they won, and I mean there's there's a difference now between the Seahawks now and then, but the one they won that title because that front seven was amazing. Well, we're
0: gonna upset them when they come to Seattle. They might sneak off of this one this week, but we'll go from there.
3: All right. Um another another thing that happened this week, there was a London game. Jacksonville played in London like they always do. Um and it was probably the end of Gardner Minshew. Oh, really? The uh, Jaguars did announce Nick Foles will start um, when they come back from the bye after this week. Which he should. So, yeah, because I mean, it was his team Minshew, up they got him. Yeah, Minshew didn't have a really good game, so he didn't make that one last The thing pace. with
2: Minshew is it's like it's those little Instagrams or like things like Barstool and stuff that they make him popular because they're yeah. like, oh, he's got the mustache. Oh, this guy did these uh, crazy things in college. He dresses like this. He You know, he wears these jean shorts. He hit his hammer. I mean, hit a hammer on his hand while drinking Jack
3: Daniels to try to, like, redshirt injure himself or something. So it's like... You know it was kind of like, and I don't know if anyone's ever had to trademark this yet, but they had to have... Minsanity. Min Shanity. It's a lot like Lynn Sanity. Yeah. Where it was like, it's it was fun while it lasted. We'll always remember it, but it probably won't amount to much. Um, Matt Moore, you know, hometown hero from... I mean, let's... So he's from he's from Santa Clarita, so he, he uh, was playing under all the uh, the pressure of the the fires happening in his uh, hometown. There, mm-hmm. um, came out and beat the Minnesota Vikings, who had been playing really well. That was really impressive. Uh, you know, former Pac twelve great played at two schools in the Pac twelve UCLA and Oregon State. So it's always nice to see uh, someone kind of local succeed. That's a cool story. Except for that, uh, the Chiefs. Won another game, so I think they're probably gonna wrap up that division because um, Mahomes will be back, and they're just better. So if they're able to beat a good team like the Vikings with their backup, I think uh, they got that division. The Dolphins won a game. Did you Did you check that out? Fits magic, baby. Yeah, that was. I mean, it was more like Jets non magic, but yeah well this was a good follow-up
0: week I, I, they did play pretty well last week and you know it's just momentum and they played to their ability and you know what that that there goes to show you the nfl is there Brian yeah, the, flores prevails
3: the, yeah the last dolphins game uh, i'd say fitzpatrick played really well just he happened to be wearing a steelers uniform different fitzpatrick
0: well i mean at least we can say that he'll potentially keep his job you know waited out this year but what about adam Gase? that guy just does not look good
3: he and he says all the wrong things yeah he just does seem like he's just like shriveling into he's high know. on something dude He's angry <laughs> he's all be. the time his <laughs> eyes they scare me
0: yeah. but it's unfortunate because i'm a fan of sam donald preach you know unfortunately i couldn't see him in laguna beach but as a young kid i mean we're throwing him out there he's got a lot of responsibility but we got to put him in the right direction and I don't think this guy's good for anything. I mean, we got Le'Veon Bell. They didn't trade him. They didn't move him. And we just lost a really good defensive player that we drafted high a couple years ago. It's tough.
3: This yeah, you're USC guy. Yeah, on the move. Yeah, a terrible situation for Darnold, and it's just like a reset on the whole team. But I mean, hopefully they'll get like a really they can get a really good offensive line pro- prospect. I don't know, and number one receiver. They don't have any of this. They don't really have anything to help them out um there's been a lot of other things that have hurt the jets but that's it's a disaster but the other end don't they want to be as bad as possible at this point it's not it's not going to happen and you don't want to see a team go in 16 so that's good for the dolphins although there's still a chance of the Bengals go in 16 yeah they are not looking too good um
0: the end of the carrot top
3: yep andy dalton is very sad he's uh and he had a good case. He was pretty upset saying, why did you bench me like the day after the trade deadline? Like, they also, Dalton, I thought they also
2: benched him like just within hours or something before the game or like the day before. I uh, thought it wasn't like enough no, time. It, it was
3: after the. it's after the game. They haven't played since. Oh, so it was uh-huh. just after the
2: deadline. Because I, I remember hearing that his agent was upset. So that's obviously why then.
3: Because you see, he could have
2: gone. I mean, maybe the Bears would have been interested. I still think that guy is oh, yeah, better than a lot of I think, yeah, I definitely guys. think he's better than Trubisky. So. He's just got a bad team for him. His number one target's been out all year.
3: Yeah. Um, your team, they won, oh, got yeah. back to 500, still in the hunt. Yeah, they've won three in a row. They're actually at the top of that little hunt chart. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, but unfortunately, as we are going to get to, that team that's above them in their division looks
3: pretty good. Yeah, I think the division isn't uh, what they're they're looking for. But uh, it was good. They beat the Colts, who currently do hold the uh, sixth seed. So that's a good tiebreaker right there. Um, but also for the colts their qb did get hurt jacoby Brissett oh, yeah. sprained his he's lucky it was a sprain cuz that did look pretty ugly yeah so he could he could miss this week which they're playing the dolphins so the I, I, I think they should let him miss this week
2: hoyer didn't look horrible no he's he a was good in. guy to have yeah you i know. think he'll that's a great third string i mean now second string but at the time third actually they probably got him after they got Rock him after uh, yeah all right, yeah. But, i was going to say he wouldn't be third string but anyway regardless it's a good guy to have as a backup he'll uh, i would have him just play the dolphins they should be fine without Brissette to beat up on the Dolphins, and then you let Brissette have that extra week and still go get that division. Like, who's who, what? Even does that AFC South look like right now?
3: Uh, Texans are six and three, Colts are five and three. Yeah,
2: so see, so you're right there, and the Texans have a bye this week, so perfect opportunity to tie
3: that division. Yeah. And they have the tiebreaker; they beat them head to head. Speaking of backup quarterbacks, um, Kyle Allen won again for the Carolina Panthers. Back at it. Um. And he won't be the backup again this season because Cam Newton was put on a season-ending injured reserve. You're done. You're done. Is this? Is he not just done for the season? Is he? Is he playing for the Bears next so, year? So, Andy, you don't know this, but on
2: my personal Instagram, I uh, when I saw that breaking news, I commented on it and said, "Yeah, it's because Kyle Allen won the spot week uh, weeks ago, and I got a, angry people." And they were all obviously people that just like Cam Newton as a quarterback, and then Panther fans, and it was funny because one guy was the all. The World's
3: like, hat manufacturers are pissed. Yeah, one guy's intense. all like,
2: "Man, you you're crazy if you think Josh if you think Kyle Allen's gonna take his spot." And then some guy commented in my defense and was like, "He already has." And I was yeah. like, "Because I mean, people have to realize that. I mean, I don't know how serious his injury is, but they're winning with Kyle Allen. What are they with Kyle Allen? Like four and one or something, or
0: no, they're five and one."
2: He won. I can Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five and
0: zero, and then they lost that last one, and it put them back in their place. And you know, as a team, well, like
2: they beat Tennessee t- last week. Yeah, so they've yeah. If they're five and one with him, that means they they didn't win five in a row. Then
3: yeah, all, all five wins are with him. Yeah. So yeah, Newton was owned too. They lost. So they're to the five and three right now. So they've yeah. won.
2: Yeah. So they, they. I think they won like what three in a row or so, and then they lost with him finally, and then they've won a couple in a row or whatever. Because they their game before this was Tampa Bay in London, I think, right.
3: They got destroyed by the Niners.
2: Oh, you're of. right. So that was his first loss. Yeah. Was, so he won the first three or the first four, then lost to the Niners and then won. Yeah, so, that's what happened. Anyway, though, it's like they're winning with him. And then you got people like, oh, he's not doing that good. It's all McCaffrey. But it's like I think having him has helped McCaffrey because, like we've said before, Newton likes to run a lot. And then Newton likes to be more about himself. And it's allowed McCaffrey to have this incredible season. I don't want to say breakout season because he's already been a good player, but an incredible season, a record-breaking type season. And, uh, I just think if, if you're the coach, like, why would you even want to bring Newton back? Like it's Kyle Allen's young, let him get this experience. And then you just hope he obviously just, he gets better. Also, they
0: owe him a lot of money. If this play, you know, this plays out, I mean, they can go a cheaper route and then he could be the franchise quarterback. Do you think he has, I mean, I don't
2: think Cam Newton's time is done completely. I think he could easily go somewhere else and do something. But I think I don't, if I'm Carolina, I would definitely want to part ways with him. I think it's over.
3: Yeah, I think uh, Cam still has stuff left in the tank, especially getting uh, recharged right now. Not playing. Yeah, you know so he's going to get I'd a nice season yeah. off
2: to physically and mentally prepare. His time's not done. I mean, he's got to be what, like thirty?
3: Yeah, I think he's just over thirty now. So he's uh, definitely got a few years left. I know he's for sure teams, not ready to teams. A lot of teams could use. An hey, upgrade we, to QB. the Bears, could use him. A team like the, the Bears, Bears, the Broncos. Let him There's go a lot back. Exactly.
2: Let him go back to a team with good defense and stuff. Uh, the Titans are probably just in the market. Say, the Bucks Tennessee. are going to be in the market. Yes. Yeah, so he'll. I think his time should be done in Carolina. He's got to go somewhere else. I think there was just a lot of bitter fans that didn't like hearing that today. So
3: yeah, well, have to see his, his his breakup hat will be incredible. Um, what else do I got in here? Oh, let's do you have to talk about the Chargers. I need to talk about the Chargers because that was exciting. That was the promise of the team this week with the, how they played against Green Bay, where that passing game was really good with. You know, Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams, that's a really good threesome if they're all playing together, all healthy. Uh, you need an offensive line to at least give you a little bit of time. They got their left tackle back. And then yeah, on defense, they just they figured out that you need to rush Ingram and Bosa at the same time, sometimes right next to each other to confuse defenses. They'd just been playing a very vanilla defense all year long and it wasn't working. They they sucked and they actually, you know, unleashed it a bit. Um, on offense, what was what was interesting is they they fired their offensive coordinator. And I did have to tell my dad this. They fired a baby boomer, replaced him with a millennial, and they got way better results. Hey. <laughs> I was like, he liked that. So. Win's a win. Uh, but I think there is something to do with these younger coaches where it's kind of a joke with McVeigh, where it's like, oh, anyone that he knows got hired. But there is something that I think, you know what I think it is, and I think you'll probably be with me on this. It's the generation that played Madden. How oh, do you yeah. play Madden? You don't fucking punt. Oh no, you barely run the ball. That's you actually it, that's actually it. a pretty good point. Actually, now that you say that, that
2: is true. It is like, and I think it's just going to keep getting crazier and crazier with bold stuff. That's why I love watching college, and I'm seeing it more now than I think. I feel like we almost mentioned this, like in the. I think I mentioned it in the preseason, and said I thought it would carry over a little bit into the regular season. But you are definitely seeing more coaches go for it on fourth down. Like you're seeing a fourth and fourth, the 35 or the, like the 38, let's say, and a coach is like, I don't want to kick that 50-something yard field goal, but I don't want to punt it and try to pin him deep. I'm going to say fucking go for it. It was in hmm. the it was the Baltimore game I saw it the other night where the Harbaugh went for it on like fourth and four at his own 40, and he's got a good kicker too that can easily make a 57-yard field goal, and he chose, "No, oh, I'm going to go for it. And the thing I like about that too is that's how you beat Tom Brady is you got to keep the ball out of his hands. I mean, obviously, he didn't look good that night anyway, but – that's what the Eagles did in the Super Bowl. They took chances. They went for They did trick plays, went for it on fourth. They knew like, hey, if he's going to get the ball, he's going to beat us. So you got to just keep it out of his hands.
0: But see, like when they were talking about, you know, predicting the Ravens offense, I thought it was going to be absolute shit. Like I thought it was just going to be like horrendous, but it seems that Jim Harbaugh got his act together and is kind of favoring John this Harba. offense. John Harbaugh. Yeah, sure. uh, you know, and to cater the Heisman Trophy winner, and it's paying off for them. And it's really cool because they are actually are strategically, you know, Setting up plays and doing things that are in favor for Lamar, which is obviously resulting in his success.
3: Yeah, I mean, they're definitely he's definitely better. I still think there's ways you can beat him. I don't know what happened with that game.
0: Oh, Mark he, Ingram, don't forget about that. Yeah, him, I dude. think
3: I think that's that's underrated. They always have a good offensive line, and Mark Ingram really started like he really improved over his time with the Saints. Oh yeah, so that was a big get, big upgrade over Gus Edwards, um, and that that helps having. A good running back with a good running QB, um, and then Hollywood Brown. It's exciting. A Brown who can you know actually still plays in the NFL. It doesn't go crazy. It doesn't die mustaches. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they they did a lot to uh, build a a solid offense. And I still think the Chiefs are better. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna overreact to that one game. I think the Ravens are still kind of weak on defense despite Marcus Peters, I think there's, yeah, and the Chiefs, if they do end up playing the Ravens, will want Uh, to beat Marcus Peters. I know that.
2: Yeah, I, I think the thing is, I think with that game, it was a Sunday night game. You know, it was a big game for the Ravens. And I think one of the things is, is that finally we were getting to see, and we've talked about this a lot, is New England play a good team for once. Like finally a good offense, a good defense. And it showed, and they were they you know look what they gave up they gave up what 37 points or whatever they gave up so nearly 40 points and they probably hadn't even like they almost hadn't even like given that up all season
3: yeah i'm not sure it was probably pretty close to what yeah they, so i mean they
2: home. they finally got exposed against a good team and they showed their next four games are against i don't know what the order is but i know the four quarterbacks are Wentz Prescott uh, Watson and uh Mahomes, Mahomes. so they're going to that defense is going to continue to get tested and we'll see what uh ends up playing out for them, but I agree. I, I don't think the Ravens will be able to do to them what they do every game, what they did at the Patriots, like putting up those points. And, you know, I think it could be an overreaction for the Ravens, but I will say I am definitely starting to take a step back and say that I was wrong with what my expectations for Lamar Jackson are. Lamar Jackson has been playing very well, and I have to
3: give him credit right now. It's all about – Putting your quarterback in a position to succeed as well. He's not better than Baker Mayfield. Like the, it's just not. That's just not true. Oh, okay. He's not. It's it's. I'm saying he's not. I don't know. I just also think that a lot has to do with like the
0: popularity and the responsibility and the demand for some of these teams. And I think Lamar Jackson has not showed us anything short of it this year. And to it's crazy to criticize him saying like, oh, he's you know he's more of a runner. He's not really good a passer because he's laying down these TDs as well. So, Where's but he the, ain't my boy. Russell Wilson.
3: No one is. No one is. Um, MVP. MVP. Well, yeah, let's see. Like seven years from now because these teams will turn over and Baltimore won't look as good. And Baker Baker is well, still better player. I mean,
0: you can say that, but the Ravens are always a competitor. They always compete. They always have somewhat of a team. They just never like, you know, completely lay flat and die down like some of these Nothing
3: teams. Nothing lasts forever. Okay. Except Tom Brady. Is that
0: your new hit single?
3: I mean, it could be. I, I think it was already no, Dust no in the Wind already said it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Not a, Is that going
1: to pretty much wrap it up? Definitely. So. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 142 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Tony Katz. Yes, we did. Off-road, Andy. Goodbye. And uh wrecking ball. <laughs> There he was just a little delayed. All right, we'll see you later.